Is it? Yeah, we're recording. Okay. <laughs> Usually, sometimes he'll... Pull. Sometimes Ian will play the song before, like, just because he has the headphones on. He's like, man, I really... His favorite part of this podcast, uh, bar none, is the song. Definitely. That's why he comes over and does this. <laughs> Anyways. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another the, uh, episode... Episode. Another episode of In Betwixt Gods with Andy Liston. That's me... Ian's here. He's already made his introduction for the day. I thought he was going to play the song. Ian, how you doing, bud? Pretty good, man. Me good. too. You need your own microphone. And my mom made this point. She said, Ian, oh, I thought you got a call. She said, Ian needs his own mic. And I was like, I agree. And we have one. But we haven't figured out how to make it work with the computer that I have. And so we got a new computer, but that new computer is slow. And it's past the date to return it by to Costco. I'm hoping that the good people at Kirkland, friends of the show, I am an executive member. I am an executive member. I'm basically the CEO of Costco. I am an executive business class member. This is my business. And I spent $600 on a laptop that doesn't even turn on. It turns on and then it just hangs out and it doesn't do anything. It's awful. Um, but you know, I, I, I didn't know what I was going to do for the show. So I just started looking on the news app today, um, the news app on your phone. And I saw this interesting, interesting, interneting article on the internet. And it said how to find and keep friends, a guide for middle age. And I thought, well, I'm, you know, freshly into the, the new, uh, the working world. Yep. I'm into the new class of adults. I'm not I'm not a child. I'm no longer in school. Isn't it crazy how some people go to school for like 10 years? They're like they're like they get out of school and they're like 29 and they're like, "Okay, I got to get like there's like if you think about it, there's all, of course there's like those harrowing stories of like I was homeless on the streets for like 8 years and then I fucking I went to school and I got good grades and my mom she tried to kill me and so I had to kill her and the police held me in jail for 6 months while I was getting sentenced I got off scot free but then I I you know I worked my way to the top undergrad Harvard and then you know I just did my thing Yale uh double BS and then I got my MD while I was getting my PhD and look at me like I'm the best now I'm the best abortion doctor in Mississippi like I'm I do like three abortions a year now. You know how much it is for an abortion in Mississippi? It's nine hundred thousand dollars. I make two point seven million dollars a year on three abortions, all of which are deeply illegal. But most of the doctors in America are kids that come from these families that are like both of your parents are like, this is what you're gonna do. Okay, fuckhead? Like out of the womb, they're like they're, they're the parents that are like, I'm going to let them touch the stove when they're three months old. 
Like, you, you know, when, when there's a kid and there's a hot stove, they, they have the classic, like, the learning thing. They're like, I'm going to pick my kid up in the baby Bjorn, and I'm going to lean over, and I'm going to press their hand on the hot stove. So they learn. I'm going to keep it there for a couple seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, on, honestly, on contact with fire, it takes an average of about three seconds for, uh, you know, the heat to really break through the threshold of the skin into the nerves and for your brain to react to it. They just hold the baby's hand. They say, hey, your nerves aren't even done forming yet. They hold the baby's hand there, and the baby knows. Okay, now I'm right-handed. My left hand is useless. That's how they learn how to write. They're like, I got to do everything with my right hand now. And then, you know, that's that, That's how they learn. And from that age on, they're, you know, grown up into be doctors. And these people come in all shapes and sizes. People you hate, people you like, uh, your friends that, like, are crazy and they smoke weed and drink beers and stuff and they go party every weekend and you're like that guy's a loser he parties i'm gonna stick to my guns and really study hard so i can be a an international affairs major that guy fucking doesn't give a shit about what you think about him he doesn't even know your name and so he when he goes to school he's gonna keep doing that and then guess what he's gonna keep doing that for another 10 years then he's gonna come out on top and be a fucking doctor he's gonna be a doctor who's addicted to cocaine he's gonna like it's it's gonna be cool you know, a lot of these doctors are just people that have not experienced real, real life. And when you think about, if you break that down in essence, doctors, lawyers, uh, all these people, they, they reach for these jobs because they're secure, they're set, they give you immediate status, you you reach that echelon of society when you're saying, oh, I'm Dr. Uh, shithole Piss. And like, you know, and everyone has to call you that. Even though they'll laugh about how funny your name is, they'll be like, that guy's last name is Shithole Piss. And they're like, hey. That doctor's last nah. name is shithole piss. Yeah, get it right. The third. Dr. Yeah. D. Period. MHPD. <laughs> you know, whatever that means. Medical Hospital Police Department. He's also a cop and a detective now. But you know, they don't experience real life, and so they have these outdated opinions and and you know uncultured ideas, and that's even before like, you know. We get to the billionaires. I'm tangenting a lot. I'm getting so far away from the original idea. But the thing is, people used to just get the news. Now I gotta pay ten bucks for it. So I find this article, a guide to the middle age. You know, um, since I'm one of those kids that I'm not in school anymore. That's the original. That was the original sentence I had, and then I just talked. I did all that mess. Um, you know, I'm one of these people now, and I just don't have you know like. I'm not like an esquire or something or like a prince. So I got to find ways to make friends now. I thought this might be a good article for me. And I said, I want to read this. So I say, click, I'm going to read. And they say, no, you're not. You're going to sign up for one month free and you're going to forget and you're going to pay $10 every month for the rest of your life. (laughs) Have fun reading this propaganda from whatever mainstream media outlet. And that's why I just get my news from Breitbart. If I'm being honest. Mm. And Newsmax. Isn't that crazy? They were like, yo, you know how we're going to make a news channel, but it's like not news? What if we called it like Matt Newsmax? Like the most news. Everyone would be like, oh, news. Like this is the maximum news. Like they have all like the most of the news. Yeah, the max news. It's actually the opposite where they just have the MyPillow guy on there trying not to relapse (laughs) for three hours. They have the MyPillow guy on there sweating, taking a bathroom break every 16 minutes. They're like, okay, just don't. Hey, you pissed 20 minutes ago. 
I think you're going to be fine. He's just chugging cups of coffee. <laughs> He's sitting there wiping the sweat off his face. He's like, I just made a new blanket. And it's heated. It's a heated blanket. It has the power of 30 suns. <laughs> and it has the technology to find the votes in Las Vegas and Arizona. I took all the guys who worked in, in the factories in Michigan who were plotting to kidnap the governor and I put them in prison, in my own prison, and now they make the blankets and so they're it's patriotic and they're going to find the votes. That's what they're doing. Um, so yeah, Newsmax. I'm just like, yeah, that's not what I'm doing. Here's what I'm trying to get to. This article, which I have not read yet because I had to agree to maybe pay $10 in case I forget. I hate everything. Can we put it that way? Can we put it that way, how if there's a sentence to be said about something in this world, there's something that's probably linked to it that you will not like about it. You know, this woman's name is Julie Jargon. That's a crazy name for a, <laughs> for a reporter. So I'm Julie Jargon on the duty. She sounds like one of the old like World War II Captain America like Newsies type of reporters. <laughs> you know, Julie Jargon. The black you know, and white. Yeah, she always says her name. Julie Jargon, San Francisco reporting time. I, I, my mom would be so much better. She was an actual reporter. Um, how to find and keep friends, a guide for the middle age. Let me just start reading this so I uh, don't keep digressing into, I don't even know. There's n no way that a normal person would be like, this is a great podcast. You know what I mean? Like. What do you mean? I, I listen back sometimes, and when I'm doing it, I'm like, wow, this is the best podcast. In the, and then I'm like, what would a regular person be <laughs> like if they were just like walking around the mall? They'd be like, this is an attack. It'd be like it'd be like that movie, The Birds, or whatever, The Crows. The Crows. The Crows. Um, the Pigeons. What's that movie with Hitchcock? I think it's Birds. Hancock? Hitchcock. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock. No idea. Oh, Hancock with Hancock Will Smith? Will Smith is a 2007? Fire movie. Hancock was a great movie that didn't get a lot of shine because um, people were racist when they were writing their reviews. They didn't like that Will Smith. <laughs> they were like, you can't just make Will Smith like a homeless guy with a bunch of superpowers and have him drunk half the movie. That's not, that's bad. That's most people I know without the superpowers. So how about you guys just calm down? Maybe that was Julie Jargon writing this report, which again, here we go. Julie Jargon, January 29th, 2022 at 10 p.m. EST. What established? Okay, <laughs> here we go. Loneliness is a reality for many of us now, more than ever. After last week's column on the loneliness felt by moms in middle age, my inbox began overflowing with emails from readers, many of whom asked for solutions. And then we have an ad for Brightling, 1884, chromatic, to watch. There's one picture of, there's, no, because, look, because there's one picture of the watch, and then there's three pictures of just fancy office women and in black and white. You're digressing. Discover more. And then it says it's an ad. Okay. Well, there's no magic wand to fix loneliness. There are things you can do to make new friends and to rekindle or sustain the friendships you already have. Tech can help. But some of these methods are old school and need a pandemic era update. For all the strategies, you still have to take initiative and be vulnerable. All right, here we go. Here's the first one. Just ask. When our kids are little, I'm just going to go through what I think. So just ask. 
Just ask people to be your friends. Here's how to not be fucking isolated. She's saying after the pandemic, everyone's feeling a little lonely, especially all these old people. All their friends died in the pandemic. So now they have no one at the office. They're working from home. Here's how to get friends. Just ask someone to be your friend. Ian, will you be my friend? No. It's that easy, folks. <laughs> it's it's that simple. That is a crazy ass idea. So that's number one. This is like when my mom tells me, like, you just have to get out there and know people. She's like, you just got to shake some hands. That Those people know where the high-paying job... Not for me. That's not for me. That is, that is just the laziest advice ever. Just ask. <laughs> it requires vulnerability to do this, but, but if you don't ask, you don't receive, said Jillian Richardson. Pause. Author of... Yeah. <laughs> author of Unlonely Planet, How Healthy Congregations Can Change the World. Um, this is a woman who facilitates friendships with a free weekly newsletter and, and meetups. Um, recent study found nearly half of Americans have three or fewer close friends. That means that nearly half of Americans are lame. <laughs> That's wild. Here's number two. Be social. Minus the media. Is this her saying not to listen to mainstream news? What if What if she was like, get, get out and talk to your friends about, you know, how JFK Jr. is still alive, but just don't talk about it online. She wants you to go into the woods and just scream at people. Yeah. it's And this is also the shortest one. There's no case to be made. She's like, be social, minus the media. She's like, how do you make friends in an era where everyone's stuck on the internet? How about you go and talk to the people that are outside? You mean the guy running around on a mountain? This guy running 30 miles on a mountain to get it. People literally will run like super marathons just to get away from their wives and kids. They're like, yeah, honey, I'm going to go run 100 miles in Antarctica this weekend. I probably won't be back for a while. I know you guys are rooting me on. Maybe you can watch through Zoom if you guys and you can watch through Zoom. So, yeah, go out and, and, you know, be social. Go to a farmer's market and, you know, yell at someone for having their dog off leash. Go, you know, walk and bump into a blind person and be like, oh, I didn't see you there. And they'll be like, hey, me neither. And you'll be like, hey, we have something in common. Do you want to be friends? Yeah. And they'll be like, wait, you're blind too? Then you can just go with it. Yeah. Because it's like. He won't know. Or she. Or she. Or they. That none, of the, none of them will know. Unless, until, until you meet, like, the family. Unless the family's all blind. This is what's crazy to me. To, to interject on, on this friends thing, the fact that people that are blind are, like, out here doing shit, that's a superpower. Are you kidding me? You're walking around town. You're about to go get a burger. And all you need to know how to pay is, like, th- you just read three little pimples on a thing, and somehow you know exactly what you're doing. I don't even get... I mean, there's, like, genetic... Diseases where families, entire generations of bloodlines go blind. And they're all like, yeah, okay. We're ball blind, but we're just chilling. Like, let's go. Is anyone trying to go to the football game this Sunday? Like, awesome. If you're blind and you want to hang out and you have isolated issues, don't even, you don't even have to. I'll pick you up and we can go to the farmer's market. That If any blind person listens to the show, please, please, please be my friend. Not so that I can make fun of you or like, I, I just, I would love to see the world from your sightless point of view. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. I'm not trying to, you know, and also, you, you know, just close your eyes. Yeah. And also I am also blind. So 
that'll be we'll have that in common so be social minus the media don't go on facebook and yell at your aunt for posting stuff about how all lives matter don't scream at your your mom because she hasn't you know taken the vaccine and is now self-treating her eyes with drops of urine people on do there's like urine pages they're like i've been soaking my hair in urine does anyone know how to get the smell maybe if you didn't <laughs> piss in your own hair yeah what reddit boards are you reading buddy it's like <laughs> cringetopia it's just the worst it's like this it's like posted on a, a like a piss not a pit like a urine page oh like a like a God. natural healing power of urine they like soak their hair in piss they oh. drop it in their eyes she's like does anyone how to know how to make your eyes not red and sting and like exude pus after dropping piss into them i'm like yeah maybe build a time machine they know that's not good for them right no they think it's amazing sun tea they think it's the best that's the what the body shits out no it's what it pisses out pisses out well you know i don't know how it works for you down there but i do it both ways you shit when you piss she pisses when she farts sometimes she shorts booty rocking cowgirl coming to my barn you heard that tiktok sound no (laughs) Uh, it's a cool tiktok sound it's it's auto-tune too so it's like it's not as good maybe you're on a crazy side of tiktok aren't you dude I'm on, okay, so, like, <laughs> my TikTok is, like, just insane people that have, like, four likes, and they're just, ah, ah, and I often feel, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I often feel like, you know how when you like a band before everyone else? Yeah. I have that with these guys, because, like, I'll be like, oh, fuck, like, this guy's fucking awesome, follow, like, comment on it, like, oh, this guy's great. <laughs> Like you're fucking keep doing your thing, man. Like I love you. I'll send you gifts. There's one you gifts. No, not really. Okay. But there's there's this one woman who just goes on and she's like, send me money. She's like disabled and like older, and she's just like, I need money for a sandwich. I need twenty dollars. And I'm just sitting there like, this stuff during a pod. She's not like disabled. She's just like obese, disabled. Oh, like well, she, that's different. Yeah, you could have just said she was obese. Yeah, and so people are just like, why do you need twenty? She's like, for a sandwich on DoorDash. I'm like, all right. <laughs> And then I just go in the comments. I'm like, someone send me $100 right now. I'm like asking her. I'm like, can you send me $100? She's like, I need 20 And then if I got $100, I'll give you $100. And I'm like, $20 okay. $20 for a sandwich? On DoorDash, man. That must be a fucking extra large from Firehouse. Nah, bro. It's not cheap out here. If you get a small order, say your sandwich is $9.59. That's under $10. Guess what? They're going to throw $3 on for a small order. What's delivery? Oh, 4 For the service charge, they'll give you another $2.50 for that. Oh, and then guess what? We're going to bring you right to the page. They used to have a thing. They were just like tip, like under like the charges. And then now they're like, we're going to have a page right after that says tips, which is good because people end up tipping more. But it's also like, fuck, because it's like. <laughs> the the tips say different things like three dollars is like you're amazing like four is like you're the best like five is like you're my hero imagine me like i'm gonna give you five dollars you're my hero for giving me this <laughs> wawa philly cheesesteak at four in the morning i have insomnia so it's okay i just want to know someone else is awake with me in the world thank you for being a friend like thank you for being a friend <laughs> thank you for being a friend all right sorry um <laughs> Back to this article. Yeah, back to the article. Yeah, back to... Okay. (laughs) Create a routine. That's the next one. If there's something you need or like to do each day, such as walking your dog, try doing it at the same time, said Danielle Bayard-Jackson, a friendship coach. 
Do you okay? So like a friendship coach. That's not a career, is it? If your career is being a friendship coach, are you just telling people that you'll make them be friends? Was if you think about it, that's kind of an ultimate win. Because if you're a friendship coach, you can just get friends for free and then tell them, oh, this is how you get friends. And then you just get a bunch of friends. Sounds like a Ponzi scheme. It is. Uh, I digress. We continue. <laughs> um, let's see. You'll probably notice the same people out at the same time doing in uh, uh, the, su- the same such and have ample opportunity to strike up a conversation. This is another thing that uh, you know, Julie Jargon does not understand. People don't want to have conversation. No one wants to talk. Everyone has sunglasses and big hats and headphones. And yeah. yeah, and they're just walking around with their eyes on the ground, glued to their phone, sweating, just thinking about, <laughs> I need to get these calories off so I can fit in this dress on Thursday. I don't even want to go, but my husband's work is, everyone's so judgmental. He told me not to wear my glasses because he wants me to look my best. I barely wear contacts. They're uncomfortable for me. I have astigmatism and it's debilitating if I have to wear my contacts and I'm fixing my eyes every three minutes. Everyone's going to be thinking I put drops of piss in there. So yeah, I'm going to sweat it out. I'll sweat it out today. Uh, I'm not going to talk to anyone though. You know, why would you talk to someone? Maybe I'm maybe I'm different. I mean, I, I do like talking to people. Don't get me wrong. I love small talk. I love the the times with when you're with a cashier at a gas station or when you're talking to like the fucking high schoolers making ice cream, telling them which Spider-Man you love. Uh, and you're just like, yeah, it's a hard world out there. Like, we got to forget about all the, the problems and stuff. We do. And so it's like, it's nice to have those just human-human interactions. You get a little slice of someone's life in 30 seconds. A uh, little transactional, you know. And it's it's probably not that way in other parts of the world, but Florida generally everyone's pretty just chill, yeah. You know, for the most part. Unless um, you're playing pickup basketball. Yeah, unless you're playing pickup basketball with me. You it's, missed a crazy day of pickup basketball. Really? Someone almost got shot <gasps> in like, Baldwin Park. For real? Yeah. What happened? Um, someone stuck some guy, and then he ran to his backpack, and I was like, I'm. Out you ran? Hell yeah, I ran. Damn. But he got to the backpack pretty quick. So what happened? He pulled out his keys, like I'm gonna go to the car. I was like, oh, thank God. Oh wow. Some time. If you're gonna if you're gonna go to the backpack with such haste. He went with haste, bro. He was hastily moving towards the backpack. Hastily. Damn, bro. Chugging. Wow. <laughs> Just slip slipping along. It's a good thing they caged in the the basketball courts then, because he'd have to at least hop a fence to get to the car now. Exactly. That's yeah. I would have time to get away. Yeah. Yeah. It would have gone down differently if I was there. What would you do? He would have he would have hastily moved to the backpack. It wouldn't be there. He'd be like, "What?" I'd already be <laughs> starting the car with the gun. He would see me. I would just like have my. I would hold my hand out the window. He'd be like, "That's my car. That's my gun." And I would just empty all the bullets on the ground, and and then I would disassemble the gun like mm-hmm. in those cool movies. Yeah. And I would uh, crash the car into a tree, <laughs> but I would jump out at the last second. I would get up. I would say, "I don't need guns to handle this. Let's settle this like men." And then uh, he would be like, all right. And I would have to, like, walk over and, like, I would have to try to open the door and the the doors locked. So I'd walk. It'd take me (laughs) five minutes to walk all the way around to the other side because I'm not hopping that fence. I'm about to get into a fight. You think I want to expend extra energy and stamina by hopping a fence before I get into a brawl? This guy has a gun. He's probably pretty good at fighting, too. (laughs) You know, I don't want to. I digress. (laughs) Here's the next one. 
Try a friendship matchmaking site. This is where, here's fun. This is an article that's presented as news, correct? Mm. Um, it's also an ad. Yes. People turn to matchmaking sites to find romantic partners. So why not do the same thing to find friends? If you'd like to explore this option, there are several, including Bumble BFF, Meetup, and friended who the fuck has ever heard of these <laughs> except bumble but everyone Wait, knows they say bumble Bumble's bumble bff oh my god so that's okay bumble BF, bumble has the big money obviously they're paying for that no one knows what i mean meetup meetup sounds like an extension of craigslist that just sounds like a dark part of craigslist meetup hey you want to meet up somewhere like, what are we doing it just has dark connotations now anytime two two strangers are meeting up it's either a drug deal or someone's having a kid sometime soon. Um, and Friended. That sounds like a failed MTV show. It sounds like a failed... It's like the, the show Next, but with friends. Friended. That sounds like one of those movies that takes place all on the internet. I was about to say, it sounds like a social media movie. It sounds like one of those... Like bullying and cyberbullying and stuff. Yeah! Or like one of those where they're all on like the web chat and they're like... Oh my god, let's play this fun drinking game and get so totally sexy. Like, the trailers are like, one girl's always like, Ooh, like, you're being so scandalous. And then it's like, why are you saying that you hooked up with Josh? And then one of them's like, what was that? No, guys, seriously. I think something's here. And they're all like, shut up, shut your mouth, Jessica. Shut up. And then he's ah, ah! And everyone's like, oh my god. And then it goes, and then it does like the static thing. Uh, friended. And then you see like some like scary face. And then you see meet up. <laughs> meet up too. Friended. Mark, you see Mark Zuckerberg's face. Yeah, it's Mark Mark Lizardberg. <laughs> it's made by Ben Shapiro's movie studio. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> I know, right? And then here we go again. Rethink the hangout. So you got to rethink the hangout. This isn't college. This isn't high school. You can't just go over and, you know, smoke a cigarette in this stranger's house. They have kids. You can't just blow cigarette smoke and ash a cigarette on their, their child's, you know, on their dolly. You can't do that. One of the reason... So anyways, before I even continue, yes, that's an ad in an article that they're making me pay for that is not even an ad. It has the links to them. It's saying, hey, we're going to throw this in the middle of this fake fucking article just so you can be like, oh, wow, maybe I should try. Imagine all the fucking lonely 45-year-olds being like, wow, I really should use Friended now. <laughs> this society and this internet world that we've created, which, by the way, has been invaded by people trying to pull you back out of internet society by consequently putting you back in. Is, is it not? Is it not? I'm not kidding. One, there's create a routine in between. Not two little sub sub uh, headlines above. It goes, be social, minus the media. Okay, there's that little jargon. Uh, shout out Julie jargon. Mm -hmm. Create a routine, there's that. And then immediately, try a friendship matchmaking site. So it's like, hey, don't go on social media. How about these that we've picked for you? <laughs> don't go on, don't just go on Instagram. Go on Bumble BFF. I'm sure there's a guy out there for you, Gary. Who's like an optical technician who just like loves a specific brand of anime or some shit. I don't know. These people are weird. These people are weird. And they've been isolated because they've just been fed a bunch of, you know, entertainment. Um, 
you know, in, in news and stuff. And I mean, I guess everyone has been, but like, you don't have independent thoughts. They don't have time to think. Yeah. Now they're reading your article trying to, they're actually about to go on a, an app called Meetup. Meetup. I mean, Meet Up. Yeah. Sounds kind of sus. Sus. In a, that could be, see, friended sounds like it's a hetero. Yeah. Hookup app. Meetup, if you, if you switch if you the, switch the, e the, with the a? yeah, then it'd be, maybe I should try that. And instead of Bumble BFF, we could do like Bumble BBC. Okay, all right. We're Bumble here. British we're Broadcasting we're Channel. You for the British Broadcasting Channel. I'm just trying to think of our friends across the pond, Ian. You dirty, disgusting <laughs> bastard. Jesus Christ. I'm just trying to point out how the the media is is uh, contradicting itself in real time here. You looked me dead in my soul when you said BBC. I, I did. It. It's I British Broadcasting it. Channel. You never watched Downton Abbey? How do you think Kelly Murphy got started? You would have. You would have no Tommy Shelby without BBC, okay, buddy? <laughs> Here's the okay. I'm just gonna say, like, that's crazy. Can we not talk about how crazy that is? They're, they're like, don't go on social media, and then they're like, try these. Yeah, that's nuts. I don't even know how. I can't even go into that deeper. It's right in front of me. Um, rethink the hangout. One reason many busy parents don't see friends as often as they'd like to is because of the very idea of planning outings can feel daunting, especially now when COVID-related safety measures can make everything feel more complicated. We have this idea in our minds of happy hours and long brunches, and people don't feel that they have the time for that, Miss Bayard Jackson said. And then we have Breitling, 1884, Chronomatic, and then it's the watch ad that's... It's the same watch ad from before. A recent idea has gained popularity on social media is going on errand dates with friends. That's disgusting. How about we both go... Let's go to the grocery store and see which one of us has, like, fecal incontinence first. We're both 46. Which one of us is getting diapers first? Let's do this for 10 years and see. Um, you have to go to the grocery store anyway. Why not shop at the same time as a friend? Because it's fucking annoying and you don't need the same things. You're saying, hey... How about you rethink the hangout, and when you actually have to do something, how about you just make it take a lot longer? Instead of, like, I don't know, just, like, throwing the ball with your kid. Um, next one. Book time. We've all been in a situation where we run into a friend and say, we should get together, but no one plans anything. That's not... This is... I think this woman is misunderstanding <laughs> what that means. Because that's for two people that are like, we... Oh, we've hung out before. Yeah. We should do it... We're not. We used to be friends in high school. <laughs> this is this is the one who doesn't understand because in two it's a transactional thing. Both of them have to be like, okay, this guy has to that doesn't want to be here is like, all right, I'm here. I've been I've been this guy both ways, and the other guy's like, all right, wow, this guy's bad. That's awesome. And then you're both like, we should hang out. That's never happening. Never happened. And this woman is the classic case of you know the guy who's like, when's he gonna text me? And then you text him <laughs> once, and then he's like. Oh yeah, I'm busy that day. Oh, we should do something else, we do. And then he never follows up because yeah. that's how that goes. So this is a misunderstood woman. Um, do the little things. Maintaining friendships doesn't have to entail grand gestures. Yes, it does. Ian bought me a jet ski last week. <laughs> Sending friends an article or funny video that makes you think of them shows that you care. Yeah, no, a lot of them just send me mean stuff. Um, <laughs> 
texting or calling can feel time-consuming and exhausting. But if you can send them a TikTok of Charlie D'Amelio doing the renegade, and then it turns into like a dark, creepy monster at the end as like a scare, that's love. She apparently, just said texting is exhausting. It actually is, and I'll be I'll be honest. You I don't, don't like get texting to have people. Friends. You don't get to have friends. I don't like texting people. I'm just like fun in ge- I'm fun in person, so I don't have to be like, hey, let's keep this up over the phone. I don't have to be like, hey, remember me. I'm over here. Like, we met before. Like, no, if I see you again, which I will, that would be cool. The only time you really need to text is to, like, make plans or confirm or deny things. In my mind. I don't want to have to sit there. The only person I legitimately, like, actually have, like, conversations with, and this is, like, going to be jarring, is, like, my ex-girlfriend from high school. And that's not, it's not because we're rekindling. (laughs) It's, It's fucking, she's just telling me to, like, listen to this one podcast and I don't. She's like, you got to listen to this podcast. I'm like, you got to listen to fucking mine. Okay? Three fucking years of my life, you won't listen to one... No. (laughs) But no, I will listen to Time Suck with Dan Cummins. Sure, he's a great comedian, and I'm sure his show is better than mine. You hear the wavering in my voice at the end there? (laughs) Um, And that's the end of the article. So basically, Julie Jargon says, you want more friends? Are you lonely? Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Bye. Make the first move. This isn't. She's like approaching this like dating. It's like r dash seduction. I'm on Reddit now. I read these things on r dash seduction. It's fun. It pops up in those like you've looked at it. It's because it's funny. R dash seduction. It's like how do I get this girl to like me? She doesn't want to hang out with me. And she never <laughs> talks to me. And she always says that I'm disgusting and annoying yeah. and to get away. But I feel that there's something there. She does it in a very playful way by reporting it to HR. But I think she's just, I don't want to, is she leading me on? How do I procure her? Like, it's fucking insane. I love Reddit. That's that's insane. You've reached the deepest corners of the earth over there. You find out a lot about humanity on Reddit. But, you know, as, as someone who is in this realm of new adulthood, I am going to be, you know, taking some time away from social media. And I'm going to be taking more time and investing it in being social. Okay. Being being present impression in the present. Yeah. You know? Um, as opposed and maybe I'll download Bumble BFF, but that's just like What about Meetup? Yeah. Yeah, Meetup too. Yeah. That's just for for you know, for me. Yeah. You know, like friended. Awesome. I'll get friended. Yeah. I'll get friended, you know, like for those late hours. I I used to have Tinder Gold, man. God. You learn a lot about yourself on Tinder Gold. <laughs> Swipe anywhere in the world, man. Bro, I'm just like, I'll go to Los Angeles. I'll go to Beverly Hills. I'll be like, give me a five-mile radius. Give me 18 to 60 in Beverly Hills. To 60? They're injected. All, yeah. of, all of them look 18. <laughs> no, I'm the, the, 60-year-olds look thir- <laughs> the 60-year-olds look 45. The 20-year-olds look 40, but like a good 40. Okay. Like, and, like a mill 40? Yeah, and none of them look like... They're going to ever talk to me in real life. Because I'll swear, I'll be like, ooh, ooh. I'll be like, are you an actress? And they'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like, not a good one, apparently, because this ain't fucking Raya. This is Tinder. This is regular-ass Tinder. You know? Paying paying for Tinder gold is so stupid. You could just get a VPN and pretend you're in, like, Sweden or some shit. Word to the wise. But, yeah, um, I don't have Tinder anymore because it's honestly just like, what are you going to do? Talk to someone for three minutes? Oh, we both like dogs. That's cool. You live nine miles away. Yeah, that's not worth it for me as a stranger. What if I get there and you suck? 
Like, what if I get there and you like you suck? <laughs> that would suck. And then I have to be all awkward about it. And no, it's not going to affect either of us like in our real worlds because we don't have any connections. But like, I just don't want to. I'd feel bad if I got there and it was like awful. And then I was like, I got to take a piss and I just leave. <laughs> I feel terrible. Don't mean yeah. So no, that's why I'm getting Bumblebee up at. Okay. What time? What time are we at right now? Thirty-six. Wow. For one article slash ad. One article, one social media ad, and two watch ads. And one free month subscription to Apple News. Well, friends, this has been another incredible, well, well, potential friends, if you're willing to make that first move. And if you're also willing to create a routine like Ian does. Mm-hmm. See, I, I, I lived with Ian for like a year and a half. And I was thinking there one day, I was like, this man, Ian, never talks to me. He never hangs out with me. I always am like, hey, Ian, what's up? He's like, he throws whatever's in his hands at me. And I was like, how can I make him be my friend? And I said, I'll create a routine where I kidnap his girlfriend's dog. And I just give it like potatoes and shit so it has seizures. And then once a week, he'll have to come over here and check on the dog. And he'll do the podcast. And then after that, I'll unlock the closet. But the whole time we have to, he has to edit out the barking. So yeah, another episode in between guys, guys. Ian, you got anything to say to the folks? <laughs> uh, folks, go out and meet some people. Stop being fucking weird. That's not code for help me get my dog back. It's not. My dog, my dog. Dog, dog. I, I butchered the word dog. Yeah, how do you do that, man? Because I'm always thinking about dogs and God at the same time. And they're both spelled exactly. Have you ever thought about that? Look at this. Cool trick. You see this? Dog. Okay. D-O-G. Watch this. Flip it. Oh my. God God. and dog. Backwards. So maybe God is in every little doggy around town. That's been another episode. At In Between Gods on Instagram. At Andy Listen on Twitter. Um, At your mom's house on Friday night. All right. Bet. Bye. Go talk to your mama. Yeah, talk to your moms, guys.